0: Pull up a bar stool. We got fun show. Fun, fun show. Fan favorite, show favorite, Chad Whitman of Edge Rank Checker will be by in a moment to drop some crazy knowledge. I love getting nerdy with Chad. Uh, He's one of those guys I can sit down with and talk to for hours about Facebook marketing, especially the stats and nerdy stuff. So uh, We're going to cover... Uh, the new optimization of image sizes on Facebook, in particular the new uh, link thumbnail sizes. What results he's seen so far from Edgerink Checker, um, and also kind of what we think this is going to lead to. I um, was going to talk about some new API changes and how um, one brand in particular is, is utilizing those brand changes, how he thinks. Um, We'll we'll be using that uh, both as marketers and as users in the future. And then we're going to talk a little bit about hashtags. We haven't talked about hashtags in a while, but uh, they did a a study over at Edgerine Checker about hashtags and some of the results they're seeing. But we're going to talk uh, a little bit more then about not only what they've seen, but what we think the the future of hashtags looks like. All right, so pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast Where each week I invite a different friend to the virtual pub And we get drunk on social media And I say different friend, but we've got a, a returning guest here Becoming a regular, Mr. Chad Whitman How you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing well, how are you doing, John?
0: I'm doing okay, uh, still recovering <laughs> from the Packers over the weekend, I don't know what's going on with those guys, but...
1: Hey, I, I think that was a relatively unlucky game between that that fumble on the punt, the fumble on the fourth and inches, uh, I wouldn't be worried if I was a Packer fan.
0: Yeah, and but, but you know, and we could have a whole show on this, I, I really don't care that people don't like the Packers who are listening, <laughs> if we're going to talk about it real quick, uh, <laughs> But the thing is, I'm I'm sure people are freaking out who are Packers fans. Those are two games. I mean, I, Cincinnati's way better than I thought they're going to be, and uh, the two games they've lost, you you really can't blame them. And they they played pretty well, and they and I uh, I think they're gonna be fine. I really do. I,
1: I think they're gonna be great. I mean, I think they're gonna win the NFC North. Um, I, I think the fact they didn't get blown up by the Forty Nineers shows their defenses is greatly improved, and they really should have beat the Bengals. That really. I think that was a yeah. fluke. I mean, so then really you're looking at a team that's, you know, three, and zero. I mean, they might end up going maybe like 10 and six, but or 11 and five, but I think, I think they'll have it. And I, I don't know if, I don't know if people know who are listening to this. But <laughs> I mean, both of us are from Wisconsin, Brewers fans, sports fans, yeah. uh, all that stuff. So I, don't, I don't know if they. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that.
0: I, no, I, I think we have. I think we have. But okay. my, my favorite part about this time of the year, though, is when the Packers start out bad and the, the Bears are three and zero or whatever, and right. they get their hopes up, and those fans all think they're going to the Super Bowl, and then we just get to crush their hopes and dreams <laughs> later on.
1: Hey, I live in Chicago, so I, I see that firsthand. Um, there's a lot of excitement for the Bears right now down here.
0: Oh, they're so lucky. i so. It's just like the, the same thing for them every year. All right. So anyway, we'll get off that topic now. But <laughs> so, what are you drinking?
1: I'm actually having a Guinness. a boy. Atta it's boy. Guinness season. I feel. So. Yeah,
0: it's always Guin- Guinness season. It's
1: always Guinness season.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've had Guinness a couple times on the show, but then I tried. I felt like I was overdoing it, and I got to mix it up a little bit. So I'm going this week with a cutthroat porter. I, uh, where is this? I think this is another. Yeah, it's another Colorado uh, brew. I think I got like a. I don't know if I just got like a mishmash of Colorado Brews one day or what it was, but that's what I'm working on today. <laughs> so I always like having our little pubcast because they're all spur of the moment, it seems like, at least the last two have been, where I'm like, I need to record this week. I don't have a guest. I don't really know what I want to talk about. And then we start chatting, and then next thing you we know, we got a show. Absolutely. So yeah, so thanks for coming on uh, last minute here. Um, we all we already covered the Packers topic that I know everyone wanted us to cover, <laughs> uh, but there there are a few other things going on. I want to make sure I want to, to talk to you about. Um, so one of the big things, really, what's driving a ton of traffic to my website right now, and I I don't know how much of that is the topic and how much of it is the impact of this change. But talk of the new uh, image sizes. Uh, mainly for links, but uh, Facebook kind of put out this whole guide that uh, I piggybacked off of for like what all the optimal sizes are for images based on the type of uh, content you're sharing these days. So that means a huge link that goes uh, across the entire news feed, which is a really big deal for people like you and me who want to drive traffic to our websites. Absolutely. Yeah, so what no now it's it's uh it's been a few weeks i guess a couple weeks now since that was announced um I kind of dug into my stats a little bit uh it's it's really hard the small sample sizes and yes, my traffic is through the roof right now, and I don't know how much of that is because of the announced because of that change and how much of that is people excited about that announcement which drives a lot of traffic to to you know a post like that um like that individual post sent me more traffic than I've seen in a long, long time, if possibly ever. I don't know from a single post. Um, but, you know, I'm seeing spikes, you know, and whatnot. It's just tough to say that there is a noticeable, like, I try to find my median uh, right. link, link click uh, and compare it over the last few weeks. Uh, it's apparently up possibly up like by, by tw- right. 20 30 percent but then again I've had stretches like this before so it's kind of tough to say I mean what are you seeing
1: yeah I mean we're we've been trying to study this data and it's as you kind of mentioned it's it's, it's actually incredibly difficult for this particular we do a lot of studies and a lot of them are a lot more straightforward. Um, but part of the problem with this one is is actually analyzing the content of the link. So if you're looking at it, I mean, it's really hard to say, hey, yeah. you know, this content was you know, it expects this many clicks and what, if, what time of day, a day, a week, all that different, those little variables. And so what we've been doing is we kind of been A-B testing. It's something that A-B testing something we we're kind of working on um, and to try to understand this news feed. And so for us, we've actually been publishing out, you know, same content, same time, um, and just... Splitting it be, between our audience, and so we're trying to analyze it. And honestly, right now, you know, my hypothesis hypothesis is that clicks will go up on it just because there's more vertical real estate yeah. in the newsfeed. But so far, the data we've had one post, um, you know, using a larger link image has doubled the amount of clicks. Wow. Um, and then one of our other A/B tests, it was um, it had double amount of clicks, but double amount of reach. So per fan that was uh, saw it, <laughs> it was about even. So. Um one of the problems that we've been having is that the content we've been AB testing will get shared um and that will essentially ruin that particular post um our kind of study on that and so it's been kind of a challenge we're trying to find content that people will click but they won't share uh so that we can do this and we got to do this on a bigger scale but right now it looks like there's probably a slight increase but I wouldn't you know freak out about it at least that's what i'm seeing now
0: Yeah well there's still you know cuz actually like the the day after that at least I announced that announcement, whatever you call mm-hmm. that, um, I, I, you know, mentioned the inevitable problem. A lot of sites are going to have this. First of all, you got to change, your, you should change, or at least assess, right. you know, what the sizes are of the, the featured image for your blog posts um, going forward. But you should also look in the past. So, you know, I've got like 600 blog, right. blog posts. Uh, not that I need to change every single one, but I do uh re-share old content every single night, so I need to start looking at those posts, and I've been trying to catch them as, as, as I can to make sure that those are optimized. But a lot of people, though, a lot of sites either are unaware or haven't made the changes or whatnot, and you're still gonna see a lot of the smaller images. And the, and the thing is, if, it, if it's not a certain width, I think it's, it's at least 400 width uh, for desk, desktop, it's gonna automatically make the little little right. square, right? And I think on mobile it might even have to be bigger than that. Uh, uh, and I'm not sure you might be able to correct me on that.
1: Well, I was gonna say, I mean, for you going through your old content, what we did through our blog, um, we probably don't have nearly as many posts as you do, but you know, we do have a quite a catalog of posts. And I, I don't, I don't know exactly where your programming skills are at, John. But I mean, you really, what we did is instead of having a featured image that was facebook optimized and then going through every single one of our old posts we just switched a line of code uh using php for our um for our open graph tag and said hey just grab our and i know you run on wordpress and our blog runs on wordpress too just grab the images that are associated with this file and put the full size image because we normally upload something that's bigger than the facebook requirement and that's been working great for us and we hadn't had to worry about any of that stuff because we just switched that one line of code to hey instead of grabbing a 150 by 150 sized uh, thing just grab the it in the size the full size one and facebook will take care of the rest so
0: yeah if you could get me that code if it's really simple i'd love to put that in the show notes
1: yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you an email afterwards.
0: Okay, because uh, uh, you know one issue I have is that first of all, I've redesigned my site, and the prior design was a six hundred width. My new design is seven hundred width, and this d- doesn't make a big difference in terms of Facebook, I guess. But all, in the past, I never did upload the bigger image. I was trying to cut down on storage or whatnot. I don't know if it, if that mattered or not, but I always did the six hundred width instead of like a you know, Twelve hundred or whatever, and then you know, bring it down for for a view on the site. So the problem is, if, if I wanted to do, for example, the twelve hundred width, which is what Facebook recommends, I would have to go back in and and uh, re-upload an image for all that all the old ones. Not yeah. saying I even have a twelve hundred width image, right. but uh, which I think is, I guess that's supposed to be for uh, the high for uh, like high definition viewing or something. I'm not even sure.
1: I mean, I think, yeah, I think it has something to do with retina. Um, But uh, I'm not exactly sure why that image. I mean, most images that big, uh, you know, they get compressed on the web anyways. Um, So I don't, I I mean, I think you, I remember reading your blog post and whatever dimensions you did. I I think that's what we took in stride as well and said, we we don't need to go anything crazier than this.
0: Yeah. And, 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 uh, And I've noticed, even on the posts I've forgotten about, they still seem to be fine. It's just that yeah. they end up being cropped out, though, right? Which I don't. That's like. the problem. Yeah, and I and I like to optimize. So so going forward, all my posts, uh, all my featured images have generally been seven hundred by three sixty six, which is the right you know, ratio and all that stuff, right? Oh, so then it looks nice on Facebook and should look on mobile uh, and desktop. Um, but Facebook, I don't know if you noticed they also just updated the size. I think it's, I think it was of, uh, image shares for mobile. They're constantly changing. It's, it drives me crazy. I can't keep up with that stuff.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot to keep up with, especially when you get into all the specifics. But I mean, I think that's what provides us, um, you know, for me, it's the newsfeed changes that allow us to kind of stay on top of things, analyze, understand. And, uh, you know, for other people, it's, it's other space ads and whatever. So, um. Yeah, you know, I think I think the confusion creates opportunity, uh, but I think Facebook could do a much better job kind of streamlining this stuff. But hey,
0: yeah, yeah, hey, that's I I got all that traffic partly because there's so much confusion over that topic, right, so absolutely. I can't complain. But um, yeah, I think in in general, uh, I mean, we're in agreement about you know what the results going to be, regardless of what results we're seeing so far. It's just too soon to tell. But I can just tell you as a user. And as a person who's well aware of this change, when I see these links link uh thumbnails uh that are properly optimized for for facebook i it often uh, it looks like a photo like a regular photo Absolutely. share to me, and right. I'm definitely more inclined to click on it than i than I used to be and then that's just, as a guy who completely understands you know that change that's already been made so
1: yeah, I think it's definitely an improvement and I, I find myself the kind of the same way. It um the newsfeed seems just, you know, complete just opinionary. It, it seems more clickable in that sense that it, it it's a little bit harder to differentiate. And I know that's you something you've talked about frequently before, is that you know, don't use a photo to hide the link <laughs> in there, you know, let's just let's just focus on a link to a link, a photo's a photo. Um and I think that this change kind of kind of brings that as a it's kind of an attitude moving forward.
0: Absolutely. And, but I'm still reading people doing that. I, I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, I was going through the news feed trying to find examples um to kind of compare some notes and stuff just yesterday. Um and a lot of big brands were still yeah. still doing that exact same strategy. But then again, a lot of them get news from, you know, some of the smaller places such as you and myself. So hey we gotta get the word out, I guess.
0: Yeah, and look, maybe they've checked their stats and it's actually more effective for them or maybe the engagement is actually more important to them than the link click i don't know but uh, i i just hate that almost every time i hear somebody talk about the reason they do that it's because they because of reach and engagement they never right. even mention link clicks and that right. right. that drives me crazy absolutely um, so anyway, that's that's the big biggest news right now, I think, uh, especially for publishers. Anyone who wants to drive traffic to their website, that that's just such huge huge news. And I think we agree. It's you know, it, the the result of that is going to be a lot more traffic. It's just going to end up being more shares, and um, it's going to be good for people like us.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: now, sh- hold on. I got to take a quick drink. Hold on. Cheers. Oh I'm talking too much. <laughs> All right. Um, another thing, another announcement that came out in the last few weeks that I'm not real clear, I have some inkling about, but I think you know a lot better than I do, Uh a couple of new a- API changes that has to do yes. with search. What can you tell me on that?
1: Yeah, so basically Facebook announced these, these two new APIs, um, and they, they only released them for a handful of partners, uh, like BuzzFeed and and a couple of these kind of, you know, Big time news organization one I think one analytics provider they have a you know partnership with and whatnot, but essentially they're they're giving in they want to kind of move towards that. you know you always see you know Miley Cyrus with the VMAs they had you know two thousand tweets per second or whatever per minute, and they're talking about all these different kind of interactions as they happen and they'll go people will go back and they'll look at how frequently people talked about Miley Cyrus in the country and they'll break it out by women and men and all this different stuff. And Facebook kind of used to have this platform that enabled you to kind, of, kind of do these little searches. And that was back in like two thousand, I think eight. but they mm-hmm. kind of, they shut it down. And so I think Twitter is kind of, they're number one now when people talk about an event, they would talk about Obama, you know, getting elected, all these different events. And everyone uses Twitter as kind of that social metric. And so I think Facebook's kind of stepping into that space and saying, hey, we built this API, you can go through and you can basically say, okay, I want to look at, how many people were talking about Miley Cyrus on Tuesday night between seven and ten p.m. And I want to look at the breakdown between demographic information, well, whether women or men, or mm. uh, certain age groups and things of that nature. And then you might want to compare that against how is the United States talking about like a political issue, like Syria. So, BuzzFeed's little classic example was Miley Cyrus versus Syria, and they broke it down by demographic. And then over time, throughout the week, as different events happen. But what's kind of cool is you can kind of go back into the history of Facebook and kind of reconstruct what's happening in the real world as it happened on Facebook and then apply this awesome demographic layer to it to start getting kind of insights of, of how your market might – so if you're going after you know, women that are 40 to 60, how would they respond to a subject like Syria or how would they respond to a subject like Miley Cyrus? And mm. this kind of API offers analytic providers that opportunity to start digging into that.
0: Wow! Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I forgot about some of that. That so it wasn't just uh, providing BuzzFeed and others the ability to find uh, see the public posts of people talking about a specific topic. It was yeah that recap of what what's the demographic information of those who are talking about it. That that's pretty crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, and then it's something that I mean a lot of I think a lot of companies similar ours we had been doing stuff like that. I mean, I know we'd Jimmy Rigged some ways to basically pull in certain topics and we would do it at certain intervals and then we knew how many kind of objects were shown in that time period. And then we'd have estimates of okay, approximately this much data, but we had to be hitting the server constantly and saying, like every one every minute, tell me how many new posts are coming in about this particular thing. But we'd get cut off at a certain kind of number. So our accuracy was kind of not the greatest, but it was something that no one else was really doing. But now you can kind of go back and say, hey, on September 26th at mm-hmm. 7 p.m., show me that breakdown. We don't have to kind of know what's going on before it happens in order to keep an eye on it. And I think that just opens up a huge opportunity. And I, I know I already have a million ideas and my team has a million ideas on how we can build little tools to kind of leverage all this awesome information. So and I think marketers, hopefully, you know, if you're talking about, you know, for us, maybe we want to be watching Facebook analytics people are talking about facebook analytics when are they talking about it? who's talking about it? why are they talking about it? where are they talking about it and how can we jump into that conversation to help them improve their stuff and obviously buy our software so mm-hmm. um, i think it's a huge opportunity for anyone uh who just needs market insights really
0: yeah so so is this uh, part is this what what um facebook was waiting for why they haven't had uh, the ability to search out posts within Graph Search up until now. Um, so, besides just being uh, an eventual, you know, marketing tool, and tool for specific brands when they fully roll it out, is this what's going to go into that the Graph Search for for users to use as well? Do you know?
1: I have a feeling that that's probably the direction of it. I mean, if you remember before this little this little Graph Search introduction. I mean, we used to be able to type in a keyword yeah. and you do, on the lower left kind of navigation, you click all posts yep. and then you could actually dive in there and look and you can actually still do that through the API. That's something we still do um, on our own. I think we built a little tool internally that will it's just like a little search box and we can still do that. So it's still an option through the API. So Facebook still has it. I would think that something like this, I mean, how cool would it be for the even the, maybe the average person to be able to just type in anywhere they want and then have Facebook have that little window for them to dive in and say, yeah. you know, I'm just looking for Miley Cyrus. When was everyone talking about her? Like, I just love Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Facebook could show them that. Um, so I would hope they connect it, but my gut is saying probably be a little bit farther out than I think we're both thinking.
0: Yeah. I, I actually did used to use that. I, I would search out – uh, first of all, people who shared uh, yes. posts from my website. I, I used yes,
1: them. that's that's something that I really really miss. Is yeah. I used to I used to read what people were yep. sharing and then what their little caption of like, hey, you know, this is stupid or this is awesome, <laughs> and I, I want to know what how they're sharing it without having to click into eight yeah. million different little posts. Yep, and actually yeah.
0: another way I used it um, back in the day when I before I was focused on Facebook marketing, it, I'd use it to see how widespread hoaxes were. So awesome. so I I type in the, some keywords from a hoax, and it would show like it could be a dozen or hundreds of posts within the last few minutes, and and right. that that would tell me whether or not I needed to write about it because it was right. widespread. Um, so yeah, it, yeah. So it's interesting that uh, I mean I'd love to I love to get that feature not only as a user but as a marketer. Um, and I and I see a lot of the benefits, you know, for for news organizations. Um, like you're talking about with all the, well, the d- demographic information, but and you you kind of touched on it a little bit. I mean, what what are what are some ways besides like jumping into the conversations and kind of monitoring the, you know, what the types of people who are talking about your subject matter? I mean, how how do you envision this working for marketers? I
1: I think it's going to depend on their level of, of savviness. Um, yeah. I was reading I think yesterday about BuzzFeed and and how you know and I, I kind of I kind of dislike BuzzFeed. This video. I used to like it, and it's just too many like ridiculous lists of the dumbest things in the <laughs> world. But I was reading about how they come up with those lists, and, and how they apply machine learning and big data to kind of come up with that stuff. And the way that I, the, the kind of the takeaway I got out of it, it's they're actually doing some really, really innovative stuff. And in there, in the sense that they're monitoring these different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. Uh, LinkedIn, for that matter, and understanding what's being talked about kind of now ish. And then they're looking at popular keywords and they know that certain structures, certain strategies just work. And so they'll actually just basically build link bait like crazy. And they'll just say, okay, Syria's is going up. People are Googling that they don't understand what's going on. So we see that as a Google trend. We see it really happening on Twitter. Let's build this campaign like right now, within the next 15 minutes, mm. that's, you know, 12. Things that you're embarrassed to ask about the Syria conflict, and then boom, they throw it on the internet. They know it's going to go viral. They know it's going to mm. go on, you know, the news outlets. It's going to go everywhere because they they understood the data and what was happening right now, and they jumped all over it. And they're they're basically dominating these kind of these silly pop culture websites. Right. Um. But I think that they're using that market information in and they're moving that needle more towards real time to really take advantage of it. I mean, again, if if you were a Facebook marketer or any type of marketer. Um, and you could kind of jump in that conversation and say, okay, hey, here's the five things. You know, we did this when the, the news feed changes came out. I said, hey, these are five things that's changed about the Facebook newsfeed.' Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, and we got a ton <laughs> of traffic off of it because we jumped on something that a lot of people were worried about right at that moment. Broke into a little cute list. And it does well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lists work well. Um, it, yeah. It, I'm, 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 I'm hesitant to write some of those posts. But I, I think we're, we're both to the point now where... We don't even necessarily need uh, any crazy uh, intelligence to, to know what people want. True. And like the post I wrote today, and today's Tuesday, um, or I post today about how to get around the 20% rule. I mean, that, it's just like one of those things I know people are searching like crazy. It's not, right. one, one, not one of those posts I was proudest of. It probably took me 45 minutes and an hour to write it. But right. it was like you kind of have an idea of what people want.
1: My, my girlfriend's starting out a clinic and I was explaining to her where I'm trying to help her with their search engine stuff and social and all that so that she can do really awesome. And, and I was explaining to her, I was like, we kind of need to make some really shitty link bait articles so that we can get surf traffic. And then you're going to write your awesome stuff. Like I, I want you to write all the really cool nitty gritty yeah. stuff that you've spent so much time and money on learning. But the reality is, is that we need to get people to come in and just click and get to the site and right. then we want to trick, not trick them, we want to show <laughs> them that you actually are doing really, really awesome stuff here. So it's like, it's kind of like, it's the, you know, the the big sign outside that says, you know, sale going on, everything's on sale, 50% off, and they come in and then there's there's something really, really nice that they that actually are selling them, but it's kind of that, that giving a little something out so they come in and actually will hear you out. And and uh, and I was like, that's how we kind of – because I gave her the idea. uh, Oktoberfest is coming up. And I said, let's write an article, three tips to help cure that Oktoberfest hangover. Mm -hmm. That search engine placement, that's going to be local placement, hopefully. And, yeah, we're not going to get the greatest traffic in the world, but that'll help our search engine uh, ranking.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's always got to be in the back of your mind. I mean, I I remember even – uh, just to bring back the old oopa i mean we 've been doing this for a while I, back when I was at the n b a uh because I, I worked really closely with the editorial staff, and they're always talking about you know what list can we create and this was two thousand five two thousand six two thousand and seven mm-hmm. um, they were doing it back then i mean it's it 's not necessarily a, a secret um no but uh, it's it 's a formula that works
1: absolutely and then I think that has a lot of people are like yeah i don 't know if I want to do. It. And it's like, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of the human psyche mm-hmm. that we're all kind of like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of crappy. But the reality is that's that's kind of what works. Unfortunately, And BuzzFeed's the perfect example. I mean, you click scroll through there and it's just mind numbing. But yeah, holy cow. Do they it's, have a ton it, of traffic
0: and just back on the sports topic. But uh, Bleacher Report, I mean, they're the kings yep. of that, too. Goodness. Yep. Cheers. Um, OK, so. And that we went a little bit off topic there, but we, so we were talking about the the new new API that yep. that also leads into hashtags, which we haven't talked a whole lot about lately. Um, but I know you guys did a study on that, and I've also seen Facebook starting to surface hashtags a little bit more, uh, trying to push us in that direction. But uh, what is it you're seeing with hashtags?
1: So yeah, we we were really excited about hashtags when they first when they first announced. I mean, I feel like it's uh, I know a lot of people are kind of down on on hey, this isn't Twitter, this isn't whatever. But I, I think that the Twitter audience and the Facebook audience aren't all that different, um, and I think they just need people need to be educated in kind of what hashtags are. Um, maybe there should have been a pop up when hashtags launched, like hey, there's new hashtags you can click them. Maybe explain it to the average user a little bit more. Yeah, But so I figured what I had hoped and I thought this would be cool. So we talk about Edrank a lot. And so if we use the hashtag Eddrink and you click on it, to me, ideally, you click on that and it really should show you the best content kind of recent ish, maybe last two or three days about Eddrink, the hashtag Eddrink, you know, and and let me kind of go explore. Let me discover stuff about that particular topic. Um, So I really thought that hopefully that increased brands you know, reach and perception on the newsfeed and probably viral reach. So we sat down and studied it. We waited one month for all the data to come in. Um, and I felt like that was enough to get the kind of the early stage data. Uh, you know, probably the next follow-up study should be six months out, maybe, maybe a year out ideally. But I wanted to get that kind of first snap and say, hey, what's going on here? And what we found really was that viral reach was down, engagement was down for posts with hashtags against posts without hashtags, mm. uh, which was a bit surprising. The viral reach for me down... And again, the engagement being down, I think that has that's a that's a separate kind of topic. A lot of people jumped. We kind of got featured on a bunch of different news sites, and they were like, "Engagement goes down when you use hashtags." Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that the, the data did show that, yeah. but I think that that correlation has not. There's not a lot of causation behind the engagement being down. I just think it's a nature of. The promotional posts that have had a lot of hashtags.
0: So yeah, it's also how are they using them. So exactly, and and, and you know when it came out, I, I've never been one who, who wants to put hashtags in the middle of my posts, like dur- in the middle of a sentence kind of thing. And okay. you'll have people who have like put like five or ten hashtags in there, and it makes right. it really hard to read because you got different colors, uh, the blue and the and the black or gray, whatever that is. And then uh, it's also the hashtags blinking all over the place in there. Um, So I always put mine at the bottom um, after the post so it's less distracting. But if, yeah, if you have people, if a lot of these posts are people just uh, filling filling their posts with hashtags, meaningless hashtags, that kind of stuff is going to get a lot less engagement for obvious reasons.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that was kind of our conclusion from the data was hey, we you know, viral reach is down, engagement is down and we think it's due to the fact that people they're using hashtags and you look at someone like um uh like American Express and a lot of the big brands, they're creating hashtag campaigns and so a lot of times they're actually they're putting uh, it's a promotional thing that they're hashtagging because they kind of want to loop it all together, maybe for some other platform. And so we're just kind of finding, I think, the nature of how most people marketers have been using hashtags. And again, this is only brand data, so this isn't user data. Yeah. Um, you know, just hasn't been super inspiring, and therefore the engagement has been down in general, which has then decreased uh, viral reach. And we don't think it's like a like an actual you know, causation that Facebook's like, ah, I don't use these hashtags or something. Obviously, that's against their or stuff. But but yeah, I mean, I I think it's just using them right. I mean, I personally use hashtags within uh, the copy. So if we're talking about something um, like I drank or we're talking about something specific, I'll use a hashtag right in there. But I've actually kind of switched that strategy lately. And a lot of times I'll do the at sign like tag. So if we're talking about like Facebook marketing, I'll at sign a page because every once in a while you'll see that so-and-so is talking about this particular topic and that comes through Tagging, not the hashtag. So for me, that, that gave us a better shot of viral reach.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, and also I don't, I don't know if Facebook's still doing this. Uh, this was a a test I I knew they were running a few months ago. If 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 I were to tag Edgerank Checker, for example, and there's someone else who wasn't following me but they right. were they they did like Edge Rank Checker, they could see that in their news feed. Right. They'd see your post. And, yeah. And, yeah. Which I, right. which I, which so there, there was that automatic then motivation like maybe I should start tagging more, more pages, especially popular ones, which I, I don't really, I did that a little bit for a while. But, um, so I don't, are they still doing that? I haven't, I haven't really noticed. It.
1: I don't know. I know a few months ago I had saw a complete spam ad on a face or an NBA jersey that had tagged the NBA. Um, and it was just, you know, it was like, NBA jerseys dash. Yeah, I think you know, that was during knock-
0: the during the finals or something. Yes, right? yeah. and they
1: were doing little NBA memes that were going viral, and then they were going extra viral because they it was, the Facebook thought that they were talking about the NBA, but in reality, it was, you know, like LeBron James, you know, with his maybe his head photoshopped being bald or something and just a joke, and then the links everywhere in the photo were to their jersey sales for their knockoff LeBron James jerseys. So mm-hmm. it was uh, – yeah, I saw that. Yeah, during the finals, so right. so June. Um, uh, but I I don't I haven't seen it since. Yeah, so I actually, heard anything from it.
0: Actually, now that I think about it, that they they were also spamming the the hashtag. Right. Uh, so, like, if you were to go to the NBA Finals hashtag, is completely worthless. Uh, and I'm nothing, guessing that is
1: now as well.
0: Yeah, but but that also brings up just a point in general about. Um, hashtags, it's just, I don't know what the best way is to surface them. Because if you want it to be to follow an event like the NBA finals, I feel like it has to be real time and it has to be in order and it probably shouldn't filter, right? I mean, unless you want to have two views of filtered and unfiltered, but it should be in, in order though, which it I don't think it is the case right now, right?
1: Yeah, I mean I think, you know, I'm a pretty avid Twitter user and, and I don't really use hashtags that way on Twitter either. You know, every I'll use it for maybe you know, they use it a lot of times for like a chat room or a conference or something like that. Yeah. But I find my, I'm a big fantasy football guy and I'll be like, Oh, um, you know, I had I have um Charles or uh, Jamal Charles and he got hurt and so I'm like I just type in Jamal Charles in the search and I'm just clicking refresh, refresh, refresh and just reading all the tweets, people watching the game, telling me whether he's in, he's out, he's done, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I find myself. What I'm saying is, there isn't like Jamal Charles injury hashtag that I that I click on or anything. I, I could care less. I just want literally these keywords. I'm kind of Googling in in Twitter if that, that makes mm. sense. Yeah, it does. So I I, w- I wonder if that comes back into Facebook though. And that same thing, like, does the hashtag really do much? I mean, if I could search post, wouldn't you just in my situation when I just search Jamal Charles injury Yeah. and what well, i mean again hashtag or now hashtag or even the term edge rank or facebook marketing am i am i really going to trust that the best content has been hashtagged um or can i just looking for that particular phrase
0: yeah i mean i think in general you you're right though um for the lazy if you you know <laughs> if you're right. like, if you're True. like talking about oh Jamal Charles just got hurt and you hashtag Jamal Jamal Charles and you you might being, especially since Facebook searches right now not still not the best. You just click on that in t- instead of typing in the search and get all the latest news on what's going on with them. I, I could see I could see uh, people do that, doing that, but um, Yeah, I
1: guess I kind of use Instagram in that way. Uh, um yeah, you know if we see like a, maybe a particular uh you know they do iPhone only is a big tag, um you know different food stuff, you know. It is kind of cool to click on, you know, basketball and then just quick zip through I guess more of a general hashtag would work for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it seems like uh, Facebook is starting to surface hashtags a little bit more. um, Yeah, we just saw
1: some trending stuff in the newsfeed upper right corner. Um, That's been kind of circulating, Me testing. I have, I don't know if I'm allowed to legally say this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. (laughs) And uh, one of my Facebook accounts seems to be behind on every single freaking update in the world. My other account is always updated with everything. Um, And so I have trending uh, hashtags in that particular Facebook account.
0: Well, I've heard that if you create a new account, you get all the new stuff.
1: You know, I had heard that too, and I and I tried that because I'm really trying to get the new news feed, which yeah. this new account doesn't have. Um, and that wasn't the case for that particular huh. um, one, but I should try it again. I We've actually, we've done some weird tests because you can create test users through the, through the I think is it, the, the app API. Um, and it's really funny because different test users, you're literally like creating these things within the, the Facebook's framework and everything. And Facebook kind of gives the distribution of these new features. This one had, we were doing it during graph search. This one had graph search. This one didn't have graph search. This one had the new redesign. My, my business partner, Jason, he's always had a completely different news feed than, than me ever. Um, wow. he has the ability to highlight stuff. He has, he's always had a different newsfeed. Wow. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't really have a ton of Facebook friends. He kind of follows a lot of brands, and I wonder if they're looking at ratios like that. Like, hmm. oh, this person's a different use case, so we're gonna throw them in this bucket and give them this kind of look. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm still really ticked off. I don't have the new news feed.
1: Yeah, me too. I it mean, that's nice. Yeah, I want and,
0: it. And to full circle this thing, uh, I'd love to see like what the the new link shares and uh, all those new big images look like on there. You know, I, I got to think that as that's rolled out. Uh, that makes those links even more effective than they are now.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: So that that's a nice way to wrap this up. I think going back to where we started. So uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: Last call. Um,
0: I just asked the bartender for a tab, but uh, I'm leaving it on the table. You gonna you gonna take care of this one?
1: Yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> you keep paying. You gotta let uh, me pay here. So absolutely, I
0: appreciate that. So Chad, where can
1: people find you? eddrinkchecker.com and uh, Twitter at Chad Whitman
0: Awesome, well thanks again Matt for being on the show and as always go Packers (laughs) Go Packers That was awesome, thank you so much Chad Whitman for being on the show to talk about the Packers oh yeah, and some Facebook marketing mixed in as well Uh, lots of fun there, so make sure you check out the show notes some important stuff that, that Chad had mentioned during this episode, I want to make sure you check that out. Before we go, one favor, just one favor, that's all I ask. Go to JohnLoomer.com slash awesome to let your friends know just how awesome the social media podcast is. You could do it. Go ahead. Take your time. Alright. So thanks again for listening to this week's episode. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Oh,